boxers and pugs Or the strangest combination of all of the above Whatever shape, size, or scruff That's your dog That's your dog Well, hello, and welcome to Dog Stories. I'm your host, Maria Bell, and along with my co-host in Hollywood, Serene Wiersinger, we're going to be talking to people about our favorite thing in life. You guessed it, dogs. Today on Dog Stories, I am super excited to be talking with Basilios Barlos. Vasilios is a celebrity dog groomer based in London, England. But he's not just a celebrity dog groomer, not just the groomer to the stars, but a celebrity in his own right, having appeared on BBC's Pooch Perfect. Well, hello, Vasily. How are you? Welcome to Dog Stories. Hello, Maria. Thank you so much for the invitation. And yeah, it makes me very happy, you know, to speak to you and uh, to the Toronto community. <laughs> to the Toronto community. Yeah, we are a big community of dog lovers, for sure. That's, so we're really anxious to hear all about your experiences um, on Pooch Perfect. So tell me or tell our listeners how you got there. How did that all happen, ending up on Pooch Perfect? So I have been grooming the last uh, five, five and a half years here in London. And uh, last uh, January, maybe the January before, because yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, not, uh, not this January that uh, we passed. Just now with coronavirus, I have uh, missed, you know, the whole year, <laughs> as you know. So um, the January before, I was in one competition, grooming competition, and uh, one lady showed me. And she told me, ah, we're, um, you know, uh, we're going to do uh, one, a new TV show with uh, uh, grooming uh, competition on TV. Uh, are you interested? Uh, because I can see you are grooming really nice and blah, blah. So if you would like, I can, give, I can give you the details. I said, yeah, of course, I would be very interested. So she gave me, you know, the details and I mailed them. And uh, when everything was uh, ready... Uh, from them, they emailed me that now I can apply. So I applied first, and I had to be qualified first, and then, you know, mm-hmm. to have some challenges. I had, like, five challenges before they chose me to go in uh, the last 16. Five challenges? Yes, yes, before they chose me, yeah. Ah, so kind of like you had to pass a few tests. Exactly. Yeah. First of all, you have to be qualified groomer, so you can apply. Uh, and then you have, you know, video uh, video calls, so they can see you when you groom. They give you, for example, to do one um, uh, dog face, you know, grooming, uh, to groom one dog face. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the same time, they can speak to you, so they can see you how you interact with talking and grooming at the same time, because it's going to be TV show, so they're going to ask you questions during the grooming. And, you know, stuff like this, yeah. Uh, it was wow. really interesting. Uh, and um, I, I couldn't believe that I, they chose me, to be honest, because there are so many good groomers here in England mm-hmm. and they have lots of years' experience. So, yeah, I was really pleased when they called me. You know, when I, I was passing every test, you know, every time, 
And they were telling me, I thought, okay, thank you. I couldn't believe it. And the last, uh, <laughs> when I had the last, you know, challenge, I thought, okay, they're not going to call me even back maybe to tell me that I, you know, that you didn't pass. So I, I had a, uh, I had a missed call and I called them back and they told me, well done, you passed, you are one of the 16. I thought, are you sure? I couldn't believe it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, oh, exciting for you. Almost like kind of winning a small lottery. Exactly, exactly. Because it was very big for me because when I came here in, in England six years ago, I couldn't even speak English and I didn't even know how to groom a dog. Uh, so for me, all of this, it's a new thing. And I'm really, really wow. happy, you know, and that I achieved all of this in six years. Of course. Well, just how beautifully you speak English is in six years. That's a, that's amazing. I mean, it's it's absolutely perfect. Thank you so much. And then, I try. Well, I try. <laughs> but then, Vasily, there's your your personality and your your um your rapport with dogs. You you have that spirit. So I mean, if I were one of the producers, I would have absolutely would have chosen you first. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not only the personality you have to have the talent as well <laughs> yes, otherwise yeah, I would be the winner if I was uh, you know just for the personality <laughs> I know I know but hey you know they could see that you had talent but it takes a, a special kind of character and personality to do what you do and to do it on television I mean yes really to be honest, everyone loved me, and uh, um, as they told me, and I show you know the faces they were happy all the time when they were seeing me. When we were filming, everyone was happy, and they were really happy for me that I I went to the next stage and all of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, even the last day when I had to go home, uh, even the head producer came to me and uh, he told me. I'm really sad that you're going, uh, you know, you're so much fun. I love your personality and blah, blah, blah. So it was really, really exactly. nice. I told them, okay, from next week, you're going to be so boring here. So <laughs> <laughs> it was really, <laughs> so it was really funny. No, no, no. They, they were really nice people, all of them. Well, I, I yeah, had lots of fun because I'm, I do, I make lots of jokes. So, you know, yeah. they loved me. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, listen, I immediately, you know, I watched the show and I thought, oh, I have to get in touch with that awesome man. Because, <laughs> you know, not only did I feel the Greek connection, but I felt um, that you were somebody that loves dogs so much that, and you yes, had a lot of true. stories. Yeah. You have a lot of stories and that's I why. I was always crazy with dogs, animals general, but the, the dogs is my favorite animal to be yes. honest. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Me too. So then now that Pooch Perfect is behind you, what, what is life like now? You must be uh, so busy. Uh, to be honest, I was busy from before, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. because I work yeah. in one uh, shop that um, it's in the center of London. So it's really, really busy. Okay, there are lots of other salons there as well in the area, but because we have very good reputation, I try, you know, my best always, uh, good uh, skills, you know, with clients, with grooming and everything. So all of this helps. So I'm always busy. Now, okay, mm. uh, I have more requests about me, you know, to groom their dogs. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's really, really busy. It's really nice. It's nice because when I go, you know, to supermarket or on the road or all of this, I have people that they recognize me. Even <laughs> a couple of times that they have seen me on TV. So this is really funny and, and cute and nice. So I have people, you know, even older generations, they told me, oh, are you, you were on Pooch Perfect. 
I said, yes. Yeah. Oh my God, can I take a picture with you selfie so I can show it to my daughter? So it's really, really nice. You're um, famous. So it makes me happy. Exactly. Yes, uh, famous. <laughs> Even my know. dogs, when they walk uh, with my dog walker, uh, they stop them. Uh, they have stopped them uh, quite a, lo- a few times. And they said, oh, these dogs were, were on Pooch Perfect. And my dog walker <gasps> is uh, very shy. He says, yes, yes, they were. They were. <laughs> because they, sh- they show them on TV, you know, when they, they were talking about me, you know. Uh, so, yeah, people show my dogs as well. So it's nice. It's cute. Just as I said to my it's dog, nice. don't say where I live because they're going to come to steal them. <laughs> ah. Oh, I know. There's lots of stuff going on like exactly. that Exactly. Right That's why I told you don't say anything. Good. Yes, exactly. So tell us more about your dogs. What kind are they? What are their names? How did you come by them? So uh, we have uh, four dogs at the moment uh, mm-hmm. and three extra puppies because uh, one of our do- girls gave birth. So uh, oh. we got first Melly, uh, means mm-hmm. honey in Greek. Honey. You, honey, yes, as you know. So <laughs> yes. we call her Melly because she, she was, uh, you know, uh, she's apricot color, like honey, blondies, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. we got her first five years ago. And then after two weeks, I got her sister Jasmine. Uh, because oh. I thought, oh, because the breeder told me, um, uh, I really like you and all of these guys. I, I, do, I cannot give to someone else this uh, puppy. I would mm-hmm. prefer you to get here. I said, I cannot afford, I cannot get another one. So she told me, I'm going to give it to you very, very, very cheap. And you give me the money whenever you want. And this lady, she has never seen me before. Wow. Only twice. So she trusted us. So I thought, okay. So she brought me uh, the puppy without to give her any money. Wow. So it was really but nice. That's, that's the thing about dog people, Vasily. Exactly. We know each other. We know who loves dogs. Exactly. And who's she going trusted to be us. She trusted mm-hmm. straight away. She said, uh, I cannot give to someone else this dog. So I don't mind. I can give me whenever you have money. And as much as you want, she didn't care for the money. So it was really nice. Uh, for us, so we got the second dog. Yeah, her name is Jasmine. So it's sister with Melly. And after uh, how many years? After two years, uh, we got Cleopatra. Um, <laughs> yes, cute, cute name. <laughs> uh, yes, her name is Cleopatra. She's a diva. Mm-hmm. And uh, with her, I compete uh, at crafts. Uh, she qualified oh. last year for crafts. The other two Wonderful. girls uh, do only grooming competitions. And, right. Mary, and, and Cleopatra, sorry, uh, does um, crafts. She's a show girl. And wow. uh, last November, she had her first litter. Uh, <gasps> she, had, she had only one puppy. And yeah. uh, we kept him, obviously. He's our first baby uh, that we bred. It's a boy. And his name is Prince. And we kept him. Oh, yeah, wonderful. so now we have four, oh so three girls, and Cleopatra's uh, first uh, born <laughs> prince. Oh, my gosh. So when you come home so busy from house. a day of grooming, those dogs just must go crazy for you when you come in the door. Yes. Covered, they're, they're, they're you're covered really, in poodles. <laughs> yes, it's really nice. I, I, it's really nice to have poodles. It's, uh, I think, the best thing. Because they're mm-hmm. hypoallergenic as well, and they don't shed. You can, you are not going to find hair in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's That's really nice. Cool. You know, you can have even uh, twenty of them. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, I know. 
I have a chihuahua at the moment and just one, but I had three at yes. one point. But before I had those, I had poodles, standard poodles. Both of them were apricots. Ah, you had poodles as well. Yes, yeah. Beautiful dogs, uh, apricot I standards. They are one of the best breeds. They are very intelligent, very, very intelligent. And mm. you, if you're a, dog, a groomer as well, you can create lots of different hairstyles from them because they have the hair. So it's really nice combination, right. you know, character, and uh, you can uh, do different styles. And now and Jasmine, I, uh, five, week, five weeks ago, she gave birth, so we have three new puppies in the house. <laughs> Plus we have two and cats think- as well. I'm two cats. Oh, my goodness. What fun. What fun. It's a zoo. Yeah, love- it's a zoo. It's a zoo. Well, that's the best kind of house. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what did you, when did you decide to become a groomer? Were you still in, in Greece when you did that? Uh, I was, uh, I have studied electrical engineering at the university and I have done, uh, you know, masters there with uh, on Greek energy, but I didn't really like it. I didn't want to do something like this as I did for my parents. So uh, I was thinking, you know, to do to be always a vet, but I, I could I couldn't study this because, you know, when I finished school, uh, I my exams were, you know, only for electrical engineer, not for mm-hmm. a vet. So right. it was my dream. So I thought to come here in London to do something different and to maybe study vet assistant because I was already, you know, I wasn't. 18 years old anymore so I thought maybe to be a, a vet assistant at a few years you know studies so my big brother was living here and he told me why you don't come here and so I came and I said I'm going to try to do something uh, you know with vet assistant uh, but I found this job that they were looking for um, dog groomer uh, experienced dog groomer or assistant so I thought I'm not experienced mm-hmm. so I'm going to apply for the assistant position so they took me, but volunteer in the beginning because I, I didn't know nothing. So mm-hmm. they told me, uh, you're going to come for a volunteer for a week and to see, you know, we, we're going to see you and you're going to see us if we, we like, you know, each other to work together. But after three days, they told me, uh, we really like you. Uh, we can offer you a contract so we can get you uh, here at this uh, company. So from then, then I started there and I'm there. I haven't left yet. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. So, that oh, is oh, really otherwise, a, a, quite a story from electrical engineering to grooming. Amazing. Yes, completely different. Otherwise, I was, I was always thinking, you know, always. I mean, always wanted to do something with dogs. But um, the last period when, before I came here in England, I was thinking maybe to do grooming course because, you know, in Greece, now it's getting more popular. Uh, mm. Now people become more pet-friendly, dog-friendly. Uh, six yes. years ago, it wasn't the same. Uh, yeah. So I, I have heard some uh, grooming schools in Athens because me, I'm from Patra. Uh, so I, I was thinking maybe to go to Athens, but I had to, you know, rent a house. I had to pay so much money for the course. So I couldn't ask, you know, my family to do this because they wouldn't, I'm sure, 300% mm. wouldn't give me money to be a groomer, mm. to study the grooming. <laughs> because right, right. It, it wasn't popular, especially six years ago. So if I was asking them to pay, uh, you know, the rent for me, and uh, I don't know, it was like six thousand um, for the course, they would tell me, "Are you are you mad <laughs> to be the groomer?" <laughs> so I thought I I'm not going to ask them. Yeah, you know, Greek, how Greek yes, uh, people do. are. <laughs> 
yeah. uh, were very stubborn sometimes and we want only our kids to be, you know, uh, doctors and lawyers, but this is impossible. <laughs> so well, that's why I didn't even... What do they think now? I mean, really, look now, at you. <laughs> now they're so pet friendly, you cannot believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, you I, cannot I, believe it. They are crazy now with animals. Okay, always they were very pet friendly, but not mm-hmm. on these states like me. Me, I was crazy always with them. I was taking, uh, res- uh, I was rescuing dogs from the street. I was feeding them. I was trying to find uh, new homes, and you know, I was doing it all the time. Uh, my parents were always, you know, of course they weren't always good things for the animals. Uh, but now they're more. My mom even takes now one one of my dogs that are having grease. She takes it every day for an hour for walk with her friend. Aww. So she's more comfortable, you know, to take the dog out for walk. Because before they were telling me, oh, why are you taking the dog for walk? What other people are going to say? You know, oh. because <laughs> it's in Greece is what the neighbor is going to say about you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this I so that's why in London here it's not the same. No one cares about anyone. Okay, it's good and bad. As I was saying, uh, I was always yeah rescuing dogs uh, in Greece and I was trying to find new homes for them. So, you know, I had always, you know, uh, the fire inside me for dogs and animals, obviously. And we had mm. farm as well. So I, I was always having, you know, goats, uh, even donkey. I had a rescue once, one donkey oh, <laughs> from oh, the street. Oh. And from the street? Yes, and uh, they found him in uh, the city, Patra. Someone left him, maybe gypsies, they said. Because, um, you know, normally gypsies had donkeys then. Mm-hmm. And they left him because and he was very, very skinny. So someone told me, and I made my family to go to pick him up. I was 15 years old then. And my dad didn't want to, to take him because he told me, what are we going to do with the donkey? So me, I wanted him. So we took him finally. <laughs> And Aww. I met him fat very fast <laughs> and I was riding him. <laughs> we had a really good time, you know, he was, he was really, really good donkey. He was really friendly. So oh, yeah, always, we, you know, what, what I was you... in love with animals. Yes, of course. we. Are. That's why I started Dog Stories because we just love talking about our dogs and our most dog people. Yeah, non animal we're, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's I could talk for hours about dogs and animals. And I know. It's amazing. But getting back to your grooming, is it important? I'm going to ask you some technical questions. How important is it mm-hmm. for dogs to be groomed? Or is, it, or is it just the fluffy ones that need to be groomed? As a professional dog groomer, I would say that every single dog needs grooming. Mm-hmm. Less or more, you know. So, for example, Chihuahua doesn't need so often, but still, you have to cut the nails uh, very, very often, even every month. Me, I cut my dog's nails every week, a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I still cut mm-hmm. them. Uh, I brush their teeth every every day, every other day. So, even Chihuahua, you have to clean uh, their teeth, you have to clean the ears to cut the nails, to deset the dead code. So like this, the healthy uh, coat is going to stay and the skin is going to breathe better. So it's not going to have, you know, chances for uh, skin irritations. So if you go to fluffy dog, it has to be even more regular groom. For example, I wash my dogs, m- me, okay, my opinion, because I have uh, 
show dogs, so I want them matted free, uh, mm-hmm. and they have long hair normally because I use them for competitions. Uh, so I wash them every four to seven days, and I put wow. conditioners, you know, because the skin has to breathe, so it does cannot have any mats and mat knots, you know. So mm-hmm. I wash them, you know, every four to seven days. And I groom them. Haircuts, you know, normally when I go to grooming competitions because I need to show before and after. But for one uh, regular person, one uh, regular, uh, you know, a parent that has a dog, I would say if they have fluffy dog like a woolly coat uh, or drop coat, they need at least every six weeks haircut. Because mm-hmm. the dog has to see, has, you know, if the hair on the eyes is longer, all of this has to see. And I would say every 10 days at least to be washed and very well uh, brushed as well. Because if it gets matted, uh, the groomer doesn't have any, any other choice to go short. And lots mm-hmm. of uh, customers, you know, they don't like it, but they have to do their homework at home because the dog groomers are not magicians. In two hours, you know, to do, <laughs> to demand the dog and to groom the dog. And it's very yes. stressful for the dog. That's why the dog has to have a routine. The mm-hmm. uh, dog parent has to do homework at home, how we do with the human babies. Uh, but the human babies, one day they learn, you know, to brush their teeth and to brush uh, their hair and to wash themselves. But the dogs, they will never do it. So we have to do it for them. So I would say to all the dog parents uh, to look after the dogs and uh, to brush their dog's teeth, uh, to take them to the groomers um, very often if they cannot do it by themselves because it's very dangerous, you know, even, uh, of course, to don't groom them, to cut them, obviously, say for a professional, but even for brushing, some people that can even make a, a brass burn on the dog. So if you don't know how to brush your dog, if you keep going on the same area on the skin with a brush, with a slicker brush, you can make the skin irritated. So you have to be extreme, you know, careful. Mm -hmm. I guess Uh, some dogs have more sensitive skin than others too, probably. uh, Yes, exactly. Yeah, I can say this. Especially the brighter colors have, um, you know, more sensitive skin than the darker colors. Oh, that's something interesting. Okay. Yes, yes, I, I have seen this. You have to be even more careful with uh, brighter colors. Mm-hmm. More sensitive skin. I see. Yes, exactly. Okay. So that's a good tip for people to know, to know that they have to take care of their dogs between visits. And even if they don't go to the exactly. group that often, a good brushing and a bath is good. And how do you brush their teeth? Uh, to be honest, I start always to brush my dog's teeth uh, from a very young age. From three months, I start to, uh, to to put my fingers, you know, one finger inside their mouth to play around so the dog gets used to it. Because mm-hmm. you cannot wake up one day to start brushing your dog's teeth. The dog is going to get scared. It's going to think, what's going on here? So you have to yeah. train it. So from a very young age, when you get the new puppy, start touching the paws, touching the teeth inside, you know, gently, obviously. So the dog gets used to it and thinks that this is normal. This is a routine. So I start first with my finger to play around uh, on the mouth. And then I start putting a a little bit of toothpaste. Um, So the dog gets used to it. And then after, you know, one week, two weeks, when the dog is fine, I start with the toothbrush, 
and the dog is perfect. My dogs always beg me to brush their teeth. They really <laughs> love it. You don't believe it. Yeah, uh, I sit on I, the sofa and they jump on my lap and they want me to brush their teeth. Oh, how sweet. But you have to start from young age. Lots of people think that you don't have to brush the dog's teeth. No, you have to. Like us, if we don't brush our teeth, uh, then this is one day is going to remove everything. We're not going to have teeth. The same with the dogs. Mm-hmm, exactly. And do you have a special toothpaste for them? Uh, to be honest, my favorite favorite toothpaste is uh, called Logic. L-O-G-I-C. Yes, Logic Toothpaste for Dogs. Uh, this is my favorite toothpaste. Um, one tutor, when I had a pet first aid course uh, a couple of years ago, she recommended to me. So she was, you know, very happy with this toothpaste and she was uh, doing very good comments. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try. And this is my favorite. The dog's loving it and it really works. So <laughs> I, I say to everyone, to all my customers, yeah. Get that. That and sounds a good idea. It's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, you can find it on even on Amazon. You can type logic toothpaste for dogs and you're going to find it. Or from another website, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's a great, another good tip. Thank you. And that, that brings us to uh, Dogs 101, which I think we've already covered a lot of Dogs 101. Like some some awesome thing that you have learned, a fact that you have learned about dogs in your journey with them. Is there something that, that something that stands out in your many years with dogs that you've learned? What I have learned uh, after all of this experience with dogs, to be honest, all of these years that I'm alive, I had always dogs. So I would say <laughs> that, uh, yeah, dogs give you unconditional love and they're all going to always love you. What color you are, you know, if you're short, fat, tall, slim, whatever you are, however you look, they're going to always love you. It's the best thing, I think, in the world to have a dog. It's the best company and it can help you with everyday exercise. It can make you to socialize more uh, with other people. If you are, you know, single, lonely, person that you have, you know, difficulties uh, to communicate with people and all of this. So one, if you get a dog, I think it's going to make you more open-minded and to see other people so you can talk you can communicate you can go out for walk it can help you if you have any you know depression even because you're going to go out you have to take the dog out for walk so you're going to go out of the house so this is going to help you so i think dogs give you lots of positive things i i cannot see any negative to have a dog no, it's only positive not. things only positive. Only the wallet is going to be a bit emptier if you have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, that the only true, thing, huh? because you want to buy everything for them. Otherwise, yeah, it's only positive things if you have a dog. So this is my experience with dogs all of these years. Yes, for sure. That's a, definitely, I think that's true for just about everyone. How, what is the most unusual dog you've ever groomed? Mm, the most unusual? Hmm. Breed-wise. The most unusual, uh, to be honest, here in England, uh, we have lots of crosses. Uh, so they love to have, you know, cross-breed dogs. Uh, it's very trendy mm-hmm. here. So I would say mm-hmm. I had some, like, four or five uh, breeds together. <laughs> and ah. this is very, uh, you know, 
very trendy for them and they have paid lots of money as well for them, five, six thousand, because these dogs, it's, it has so many breeds inside and they are proud for it. So I would say, yeah, some of the crosses that I do here, yeah, unusual. it's more unusual, but it, it has everything inside. <laughs> wow. Wow. The most unusual dog that I've ever wanted to meet is a Tibetan Mastiff. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you ever seen one? Yes, yeah, yeah, I have met. I have met a couple of them. They're not a lot, to be honest. They are really big dogs, you know. Yeah, I have a couple of them in the salon. They don't really bring them in, you know, for grooming because they think that the dog, this type of dog doesn't need grooming, but still needs. They're so big and they're so hairy. <laughs> it is, yeah, but they don't really take them. They're like bears. I think they're from China. I think they're huge uh, and they are Mm. very, very expensive. Yes. Uh, They do it normally by themselves because normally these dogs are owned from breeders. I don't know, you know, so they do it by themselves normally, you know, and except of that, it's very difficult to take, to put it in the bath because it's so (laughs) big. The dog cannot even turn around in the bath so you have it's better to have one uh, bath you know flat bath <laughs> on the floor yeah 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 exactly for these dogs. Oh my, or a swimming Although, pool but, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly a swimming pool yeah if you have seen that huge <laughs> uh, on tv and on youtube and they are very 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 expensive uh, because london is a city you cannot really have this type of dogs uh, so it's it's m- much harder Mm-hmm. They need, you yes. know, uh, big land, big, big uh, you know, house and, uh, you know, to keep these dogs. So it's harder to see them here. I don't know in Toronto, uh, but I'm sure uh, it's very I, rare. I've never seen one. I've always wanted to, but I've never seen one. Uh, the closest I've You're come, not going to believe it. They're huge. Yes, absolutely. Like almost over 200 pounds, I think. They're quite big. Yeah, they're, they're, they're massive. Mm-hmm. Like big bears, like you said. <laughs> We'd eat a whole bag of big bag of dog food every day, probably. My goodness. So now this brings us to the leave a dog a bone segment, and that's where you get to promote something that, that you like. I mean, you've already talked about the logic toothpaste. Is there something else you'd like to promote? Um, I would I would like to say uh, another favorite uh, stuff that I use is a conditioner spray that I use on my poodles and uh, you know everyone that has a woolly coat uh, you know fluffy dog can use this conditioner spray. Uh, it's called Julie Harris Coat Management Spray, and you still can find oh. it again you know from Amazon or from other websites, dog mm-hmm. grooming websites here in England. But I guess on Amazon in Toronto, I guess you can find it. Uh, this is one of my favorite dog grooming, you know, conditioners uh, because there are so many. Uh, with this one, even if there are some tangles on the dog and you spray this conditioner and then you brush it, you can remove them very easy. This Julie Harris Coat Management Spray. Uh, the Logic Ooh. toothpaste that I, I, I already told you. Slicker brass that is really, really good for fluffy dogs. Slicker Brass, uh, one uh, that is called Artero. It's a Spanish okay. uh, brand. And still okay. you can find online. Uh, yes, this is one of my favorites. You know, uh, one of my favorite stuff. But I use lots of, you know, natural stuff as well for my dogs to eat. 
like a chewy oh, stuff, good. so it helps as well for the teeth. Right. Yes. A so good idea. I would say whatever is natural uh, that you can find for your dog to chew, it's really really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Like um, pork spaghetti, one called. Um, I give to my dogs. Um, okay, they all of this. They sound disgusting, but <laughs> they really work <laughs> for the teeth. Uh, like uh, pork spaghetti. Did you say sp- pork spaghetti? Pork, yeah, pork spaghetti. spaghetti. Yes. I never heard of that. Yes, okay. I didn't even know it before, but uh, yes, it really exists, and I use it on my dogs. They love it. And I use as well uh, ears from pig. Uh, oh, yes. It helps a lot with their teeth. Um, what else? I use yeah, all of this uh, dry stuff, you know, sprouts. Uh, that's a good, uh, you know, for them because it has the oil. Uh, I would say as well salmon oil for every single breed. It's really, really good. I use mm-hmm. on my dogs every single day. Depends on the wow. kilos of the dogs you, get, you use, uh, you know, depends. So I give them right. every day salmon oil. Uh, it's specific for dogs. And mm-hmm. they love it. And plus it's very good for the eyes, for the skin, for the coat, for everything, for the joints. So, yeah, you can use lots of stuff, you know, that it can make, you know, your dog to have a better life. Oh, my gosh. Your dogs are so lucky they landed with you. My goodness. Oh, my God. I spend all my salary on my dogs. <laughs> I haven't oh bought God. anything now. The, the last year with lockdown and all of this, I haven't bought really anything for myself. I just buy a dog shampoos, a dog uh, treats, dog food, everything for dogs, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> little coats. It makes me happy. It makes me happy. Coat. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's it's a thing. It's like having a little child, of course. You know, you want to make exactly. it happy. So you go and buy all little toys and new clothes and all kinds of things. It's wonderful. It's, exactly. a, it's a nice feeling. Yeah, it's a nice feeling. And so now you also have a few celebrity uh, clients too. Yes, we have quite a lot of celebrity clients. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Beckham, Frank Lampard. Christine, Christine Lampard, um, Lily Allen, uh, Gary Barlow, Orlando Bloom, wow. uh, the Greek uh, princess, Marie Santal. There are so, wow. so, so many. Yeah, lots of, you know, lots of celebrities and wealthy people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that must be exciting, too. It's, it's something different every day. Of course, I love all my customers. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a celebrity or, or no. Because, you know, anyways, they pay all of them the same, you know, uh, you know, the same money for the haircuts. They don't have different, right. you know, uh, cost on the dogs if right. it's a celebrity or not. So just it's a bit different, you know, your day is a bit different. You have one celebrity that day. It makes it a bit more special. Mm-hmm. A little excitement doesn't if hurt. It makes sense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have been really excited talking to you, Vasily. I really have enjoyed this conversation, and it's very exciting for oh. me talking to you because you're a celebrity, and I, I really enjoyed it. So I thank you so much for taking the time out of a very busy day to, to talk with me. I really appreciate it. And our listeners. Thank you so, so much 
Thank you, Maria. Thank you so, so much. I know I, I'm really, really busy. I, I told you previously, but of course, I love to talk about dogs. So I always find time, you know, <laughs> to talk about dogs again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we yeah, have exactly. this dog story podcast, because so many people do love to talk about their dogs. Oh, my God. That's I know. I know we are insane, all of us, but we love it. <laughs> and uh, listen, we, we love the dogs and we try to make their lives better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't do anything wrong. So why not? We have to talk about them. <laughs> why not? Let's seven. talk about, let's talk about them. Thank you again, Vasily. <laughs> bye, thank you. Bye thank for you now. so much. Do you have a dog story you'd like to share? Send an email to dogstoriespodcast at gmail.com. We would love it if you left a review or subscribed anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Our awesome theme song was composed and performed by Sarah Margaret Huff. Sound effects provided by Marley and Lexi.